0: Welcome back, Double-Teamed Fam. How are we doing today? Well, that's fancy. I don't know about fancy, but I definitely used like a different voice, right? Well, y'all heard that? It's usually like, welcome back, Double-Teamed Fam. How are we doing today? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I changed it up a little bit. I actually do think I can do a lot of no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details yeah anyways how are we doing for those of you on youtube you saw the arm motions but also i copied cammy's space buns from last time because i need to wash my hair today and i was throws. gonna say if you're on youtube a please subscribe c or b um if you see one of us wearing space buns or a beanie, it most means likely it's hair wash. Yeah, day. most likely it means we have not washed our hair yet and we're nearing hair wash day. So we only wash our hair once a week. It just works out better for me that way, to be honest. I shower every day, to clarify. Yes. Someone thought that like because I only wash my hair once a week, that meant I only shower once a week. Who From the lo- fuck thought that? One of my coworkers. I'm like, you What? Can- i it's a guy. You can enter the shower without getting your hair wet. Exactly. A. B, some hair types don't benefit from washing every day. Like ours. We have really thick, long hair. If we wash ours every day, it dries it out super fast. Yeah, it's just, it's not good. And then that causes our glands to overproduce oil, and then that causes our hair to be oily. So... Oily and dry at the same time. It's weird. Um. So anyways... So it's hair wash day for me. Um, so uh, after it's this- actually also hair wash day for me i just i actually brushed my hair and thought it looked decent (laughs) you know i had my hair up in a bun all day i was uh cleaning pee because we got a puppy nikki and i got a puppy his name is lobo which means wolf wolf in in Spanish. spanish i'll be honest i didn't think i was gonna get a puppy for a long time um sammy passed away what three weeks ago Almost a month ago. Almost yeah. a month ago. Which that feels unreal. I know. And I, you know, I'll be honest. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna get another dog for a really long time. And then my friend posted this puppy that was um, up for adoption from. So they rescued the mom from the shelter, and then she had puppies. And the the rescue posted the puppies on their Instagram, and she reposted it on her stories. And I saw him, and I fell in love. And so I set up the appointment, and lo and behold. We have a puppy named Lobo, and like Amy said, Lobo means wolf in Spanish. Um, my first reaction was, I wonder what my therapist is going to think, because we spent uh, an entire session working through the grief that I felt for Sammy's passing, and so in the next session, here I am bringing a little puppy, and she's like, oh my God, what happened? And <laughs> she was like, oh my God, and she thought she was supportive. She thought it's it can help me heal, um, so she didn't have anything negative to say about it. I mean, I'll say I, I mean, I still cry about me sometimes, um, but it is nice to have a little puppy, uh, to help with the emotions and I don't know. It's also like, he's also helping me, I don't know, slow down a little bit, you know, cause instead of like rushing through all my shit, now I'm like, oh wait, let me take this dog out for five minutes and congratulate him that he's peeing so you know things like that um so it's been it's been nice um it's definitely been a change of pace for Nikki and I and uh we're um trying to potty train him I'd agree it gives me a different perspective on it too because like now I'm seeing things through like a different lens Yeah, that's true yeah, yeah. so anyways we're really excited about him and I'm still also crying over Sammy but this is um a fun kind of um Adventure to take on with Kami because yeah. we're being mommies together. Yeah, we've uh, well, we've mommied together before. Yeah, I suppose so. So, but that's not today's episode uh, or topic. Um, we're just letting y'all know. Um, but actually, before we hop into today's topic, I've been wanting to bring this up for weeks. I told you about this. Is, Is it, it story time with Nikki? No, 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 no. Oh. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Cammie is not thrilled about this. I made the observation a, a couple weeks ago and I kept meaning to bring it up on the pod. I don't know if anyone else has made the same observation. But I have found um, that wall outlets or like wall plugs, you know, where you plug in your stuff, your appliances and electronics charge are incredibly monogamous. Like has I anyone need you to explain that? Has, well, have you not noticed? what do you mean by that? They're always in go- sets of two. Like, do you want three all over the house? Because that's just going to look terrible. You only ever see them in sets of two. Occasionally, you see it in sets of four.
1: Occasionally. As- sometimes
0: it comes with the two USB outlets, which is incredibly helpful. That's a separate- But aesthetically speaking... I don't want a fucking, you know, five-some on a strip on my fucking wall. Like, I just, that just, it's, it's just a mononormativity. Good. Oh a, my God. <laughs> on a micro level with appliances. Because sometimes it would be really nice to have more than just two. And then they're stacked right on top of each other. So then it's like, you know, you can't. Like you almost have to coordinate what you plug in because sometimes if if it's a bigger plug, it won't work, right? So it's like it, it's almost like you're having to conform to society's like monogamous tendencies. Um, and occasionally you see four, which I think is also kind of hilariously representative of how, you know, in polyamory or non-monogamy, like it's cool if it's a quad. But if it's a triad, there's a power imbalance. So we don't like that anyways are you done i was just making that observation and i think wall plugs should have more than just two okay well take just that up was- with ace hardware or whoever no, <laughs> makes just, those uh, up yeah Nikki like Edel, what con- do you want me to do contact every home builder and be like i'm sorry but it's incredibly mononormative for you to put only two and, and one the fact outlet. that they're tandem like can we put them next to each other so and with a little bit more room so that they're not so conjoined and maybe maybe yeah a strip of three horizontally would be ideal in my opinion are we ready to move on from this? Because I am. I just, this has been weighing on my mind and it's something I wanted to bring up. Because okay, like, well, we have I'm really bigger fish to fry, Nikki, <laughs> than for, fucking wall plugs being monogamous. <laughs> take, for example, the fact that right now, like, Wait. we have a live show in three weeks. Oh, can I finish my <laughs> sentence? The, the the plug, or the, the thing that you have in to charge to the laptop plugged in is taking up both. Right and if we move it down like it's still to the point where like the Nope, I just moved it so you can plug something in under Yeah, but it's it. still something that has to be small. It still has to be you still have to kind wow, of like bigger, accommodate com- for ad- it. adapters and connectors that That's are going like, in why it. why can't we just put 3 that go vertically or 4 that go vertically? Vertically. Or not horizontally. Well, you know what I mean? Horizontally. This way, not vertically, horizontally. Okay, so and not Nikki wants power strips in the walls is that so much to ask for i think it's a lot i just like i said we're gonna just start putting single ones to make it more autonomous No. (laughs) No. well that's what i'm saying right now not only are they monogamous but they don't have autonomy (laughs) like has anyone ever thought about that nicole we're moving on from this. I just saying story time with Nikki. I'm really fucking tired of the wall plugs. Here. So <laughs> okay, that's not today's topic. <laughs> but it's something Imagine I've, if it was. That's something I've been wanting to bring up for a really long time. Oh. We can title the episode something in monogamous electricity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, Moving on. That's not what I wanted to talk about today. Like I said, it was just an observation and something I wanted to get off my chest. If you're an electrician out there, please consider that maybe horizontal triads are going to be better than vertical monogamy. (laughs) Or vertically monogamous. Just start outlets. making autonomous plugs so we can all be happy. Okay, moving on. Anyways, um, mm. story time with Nikki. We mentioned this when we recorded with Steph, but that episode's not coming out for like a few more weeks. So, my. Oh, well, yeah. Might as well say it on this. Cami and I were in New York City at a little day festival thing called All Day I Dream at the Brooklyn Mirage. We had a dope time. Anyways. Why are you covering my mic? Because I want water. Oh. I thought you were insinuating that I was gulping loudly, so <laughs> then I was going to be really fucking upset if you were, like, covering the microphone. Anyways, so we, we were at st- the Broken Mirage. We were in the crowd, hanging out, and chilling, gul- in the crowd. Anyways, and I don't remember. We, like, turned or we were, like, turning kind of sideways. I was, like, drinking water or whatever, and the girl behind us, she was like, oh, my God, are you guys twins? And we were like, yeah. And, was, and and we like turned around to face her when we answered. And then she was like, oh, my God, do you have a podcast? And we were like, yeah. She was like double teamed. And we were like, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, you guys are like, part, I was listening Friday. You're part of my sexual awakening. I was thrilled. It was so nice. I was honored. She asked for a hug. We gave her one. Uh, so it was really cool to meet someone that listened to the pod. And she had just listened to an episode on friday anyways it was really cool and um that will never get old for me because i love meeting people and i love 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 when they let me know that like i've made an impact you know on their life in some way that's why i'm here i will say new fear unlocked after nikki and i had uh, you know our interaction with her and you know she went back to her thing we went back to ours i was sitting there and i was thinking i was like what if she what if we were like super underwhelming boring. yeah what if we weren't as like what she pictured after you know listening to the podcast and then i was like wait a minute like are we boring in real are life? we boring in real life i don't think we are though i, I don't think, I don't we're think we are fun in person but it's also like about energy and like this concert at that moment like we were pretty chill we were relaxed yeah not only we that did talk but- with like the this group right next to us and they were all really nice and then we were there with um a few of our friends but yeah I was just like what if we were underwhelming um but then I was like "Nah, you know what like I'm also Doesn't like matter. not gonna like if I, if I meet someone out in the wild and they're like oh my god I recognize you like I'm not gonna like put on a show I'm just whatever I'm feeling at the moment that's how I'm gonna be so if you ever catch me as like I'm crying you know in public even better that's what you're gonna get I mean I'll probably be like you know <laughs> hey <laughs> but <laughs> like, I'm not like I'm not gonna keep crying but at the same time you know what I mean like I'm not gonna like put on a show in that but sense. it was really cool meeting her and she was really nice she's really sweet so Very thank sweet you girl. if you're listening um it was lovely meeting you we sorry I didn't it. have stickers on me to give to you I wish I would have I, I know, need to start carrying those stickers anyways okay moving um, on. So, yeah. so what I wanted to talk about today actually was I had I had this moment happen um not that long ago and I've still kind of been like mulling it over, and you know, now that I've kind of like processed a little, little bit more, I was ready to talk about it. Now, I'm going to say this, like I, I guarantee other pods uh, regarding non-monogamy and polyamory have talked about this, and we've kind of touched on the subject before. It has to do with Comparing yourself to your partner's partners. So let me give you the story. Basically, uh, one of my friends with benefits, we were just hanging out, whatever. He goes on dates with other girls, and, you know, I don't care, obviously. And him and I, and him and I have like a relationship where we can talk about it, you know. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing this person. Or he'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing this person. And like, you know, we sleep together. We have a great friendship. We, uh, I don't know. It's just like, I, I, I enjoy my fuck buddy relationship with him anyways but he was like oh my god let me show you this girl that I've been uh or that I went on a date with recently she has amazing tits you'd love them so he shows me a picture of her and she is like an absolute smoke show and I've seen other girls that he's hooked up with before he's a good looking guy he can pull hella good-looking girls and in LA like there's there's plenty of them to go around and and he's showed me other girls before and again they're all like 11 out of 10 smoke shows and like I I understand and can like conceptualize that like yes everyone has Different qualities, and everyone brings something different to the table. And you know, and like I've discussed that before, but like that doesn't mean that every once in a while I don't feel like a pang of jealousy or a pang of insecurity whenever I, whenever you know, like I see someone else that like the people that I sleep with are sleeping with or that are dating, whatever you know, like or other partners' partners. And this was like the first time that I like had had felt such a reaction to it. And I don't know. I think it's, you know, in part because like I don't have, I wouldn't, this isn't someone that I would necessarily consider I have a lot of safety with. Like with my ex-husband, I had a lot of safety with him. So I never, like I didn't feel jealous all that much because like I knew that he valued me. And maybe that's, that's kind of what it boils down to is if that person makes you feel valued or not. So my ex-husband made me feel valued and so I I rarely felt jealous or I rarely felt um, insecure when I saw other people that he was sleeping with or dating or like, you know, his girlfriend back then and all that because I was like, oh, I, I know what value I bring to him. Now this person, we have a great friendship and I know in some ways how I kind of bring value to him but he's not someone that like overly expresses it to me right I would agree with that statement yes <clears throat> so it's like sometimes I'm, I'm kind of left feeling like I don't know what he values in me so then when I see all these girls that he's hooking up with that are like super hot and like amazing bodies you go on their instagrams and they have like perfectly curated you know um story walls and you know whatever instagram aesthetic aesthetics yeah and they dress great like they have cool jobs well you have a cool job i have a cool job yeah i do anyways so uh, you know <laughs> they're not pilots <laughs> but <laughs> anyways what i'm saying is is that like i really had a moment i remember when i left his but house also just remember mm. ig bikini pic, pics you know just if you don't have those doesn't mean you're not valuable No, I know. Like that one Selena Gomez song, you know, I want to be a bad bitch without the ass shots. Yeah. I think I'm a bad bitch without the ass shots. I'm a bad bitch without the ass shots. Everyone wants my ass shots. Everyone wants my ass shots, but yeah, I won't give it to them. Only (laughs) dudes that I meet on Bumble that I want (laughs) Anyways, that was like one of the first times that I really found myself feeling insecure, and I and I had this moment where I'm like, why do I bother sleeping with this person when they have like way better options aesthetically? And then I and then I and like I had to sit there and like kind of like reinforce a lot of the things that I've like u- like used to. Create a sense of like, or to, nah, I shouldn't say create. A sense. I, I had to reinforce a lot of the things that like make me a generally confident person. So I had to sit there and be like, okay, well, Nikki, we know that people are more than just looks. Not only that, but like energy, sexual chemistry, sexual skill, and just like, n- you know, confidence and knowing your body. Like, I, I've definitely found that like just because someone's hot doesn't mean they're great in bed. Yeah. I've been with some like really hot dudes that like as soon as I'm in bed with them I'm like you're boring as fuck. Where's the pizzazz? (laughs) Where like give me some. I remember I was actually I was listening to somebody. (laughs) I was listening to the cocktails podcast and I remember they they had mentioned if you haven't listened to cocktails I fucking love cocktails. Yeah, fucking love them. Uh, Medina and what's it? Kiki, Kiki, Kiki and Medina. Oh my god, they're so funny. But I remember they had briefly mentioned how you know they were saying that like yeah sometimes the hot people are kind of boring in bed because they or like sometimes like hot people are just kind of like oh I don't really have to have a personality because people just want to be next to me because of my looks so then they're kind of boring and you know if you think about it like and actually like truly think about it when you're having sex with someone you're not like how do I say this? You're not focused on like, oh my god, they have a rippling abs or like, you know, the perfect cinched waist or you know, like, mm-hmm. y- you like how things feel, yeah. right? Yeah, you like how skin feels. You like the energy. You like what that person is giving to that moment. I don't know how to describe so it. So you, but you like, can't just be like, if you're hot, looks wise. Please don't like you can't think like that's your saving grace in bed if you if you're a pillow princess or prince yeah well no like I said there have been some really attractive people that I've slept with that I'm like this was very underwhelming not returning but like anyways so so I was sitting there like reinforcing myself like reinforcing to myself a lot of the things you know that I've that that I know to be true for myself and so it, it was just kind of like a almost like a nice little refresher in something that I hadn't really felt in a long time and I think sometimes in non-monogamy especially like when you're you know maybe you have like established partners and you're going through or you know you're dating you've been with them for a while whatever like someone new pops up and you start dating them and sometimes like those new people can like I think we mentioned this in one of the more recent episodes can bring forth things that like maybe you hadn't worked on in a while Mm. or that you haven't like felt in a while so um, and I haven't told this person because we're just friends with benefits. Like, I'm not going to sit there and have a discussion with him like, hey, the girls that you're having sex with make me feel insecure. No. <laughs> a, just <to> say <laughs> that and see what happens. I would love to run a little test to see what the... No, but like the thing I'm is, kidding. is that like... Kidding. It, it kind of like, it's, it's not anything that he's doing. It was just like my reaction to it because I was having a moment of insecurity Um, and I, and I appreciated like the ability to like revisit that because I hadn't kind of felt that, like I said, I haven't felt it in a long time. So like to be able to like revisit it and kind of like have that moment with myself to reinforce those things was, it was nice. Um, but it's also not a fun feeling to like sit there, like, you know, your partner showing you this really hot person that they're hooking up with and you're just sitting there like, well, now I feel like a slob. And the day that I, that I had like gone to hang out with him, like, I was – I don't remember what I was wearing. But, like, my hair needed to be washed. Um, <laughs> I, I washed my hair, guys. Anyways, I, it, but it was it a was hair wash day. I didn't have that much makeup on. Like, I was a little bloated because I had just gone back from vacation. And so, like, bloating happens after that. So, I I, I wasn't feeling at my best. And so then to see, like, these, like, picture-perfect girls, I was like, ah, fuck. And um, anyways, so it just that, – that was – that was a lot to kind of like process in that moment but I I, and it and it and it kind of took me like a little bit longer to I shouldn't say it took me a little bit longer but like I kind of wanted to chew on it a little bit more because I know like like I said we've mentioned it in other podcast episodes before where you have to you know you have to think about like things besides looks besides money and job and aesthetic and car like you have to look past that and and no, but what I said earlier really brought it full circle for me. And this is why sometimes I like talking about things on the podcast, because honestly, they help me kind of process it. It's because partly I don't know how much he values me or I don't know what he values about me. So then I go to like the standard, like, oh, what do people value? Looks, job, financial uh, status, you know, Ow! nice assets. Yes, do to- and so then it makes me wonder, like, should I have a conversation? But it's also a friends with benefits, so it's like, do I really need to be asking this? Do like, what do you value about me so I don't feel insecure? Yeah, that's just like a lot, and it's true. Some relationships like some friendships and relationships, like, yeah, you want to ask those questions, and then others, it's like, do you need to bother to?
1: But I well, I
0: mean, I think you do, but at the same time, it's like you just don't don't yeah. take it too seriously. It definitely does make me think, though, that like say in a situation like you're maybe your partner is saying like, hey, you know, your other new partner is really hot and really cool and has a, you know, all these cool things. And that makes me feel insecure. Like think about how how, like how you're making them feel valued and think about like what how you're showing them what you value about them. So you so whether that be through like words of affirmation or what are other ways to show people how you value them? Not gifts. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you tap into your love languages in that way or, you know, like I said, tell them, well, yeah, sure. This person's really great. I really, sure. They're really hot. But like, I value this about you. I value the way that you make me feel. And actually reminds me, one of my partners recently, he was, um, watching an episode from from our podcast and when we were we were texting about it and I was like what do you think of the episode so far and he was like he was like I need to process it a little bit let me get back to you and I was like okay and then later he got back to me and he was like and I guess it was an episode where I'd mentioned Calvin and you know you guys know how I talk about Calvin Greek god of a bod amazing dick like the man is fucking hot Anyways, and he was like, "What are like? What is y'all's relationship like?" I, it, it, and he like, I'd asked a question. He like, I just want to understand y'all's dynamic a little bit more. And I told him like, we're friends with benefits, great friendship, blah blah blah. Anyways, and and he told me he was like, to be quite honest, when I was listening you talk about him, it made me feel like a little bit insecure. And so I just wanted to understand your dynamic a little bit more to see if it was like a perceived threat. And I told him, I was like, I, quite honestly, I said, I could understand how if someone looks at him, they'd be like, oh yeah, I feel threatened or I feel insecure, but. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com i told him i'm like well this is what i value about you and like those are things that i don't get from calvin and or you know maybe some of my do some of them I don't but like it, but like I, I made a point to like tell him like this is what I value about you and like I wouldn't consider it a threat if I were you so you know we had that conversation regarding it which I thought was really productive and I really appreciated that he could sit there and be like I'm having a moment of insecurity about you know someone that you talk very highly of um they haven't met and this is how it makes me feel. And I'd like to understand the situation more. And then we discussed it. And then, like, I think we both left feeling, like, significantly better than before. So, yeah. No, it was funny because actually just, what was it, yesterday? One of our friends had reached out. Him and his girlfriend are thinking about exploring. Maybe he he's thinking about exploring non-monogamy. They're Wait, both- who? They're both kinky. Oh oh anyways so they're kinky but they're considering exploring non-monogamy and he was like he was like hey you know my my girlfriend and i are thinking about this she wants to try out different you know she wants to tr- tr- you know explore her sexuality and maybe mess around with women a little bit and the gateway like, yeah anyways i was like okay and then he was like, well, so how, how do we do this? How do we structure this? And, you know, he was saying like he wanted to make sure that like they were still each other's number ones. So primaries, primaries and that he came first that or they came first to each other no matter what, blah, blah, blah. And the language that he was using, I was starting to see that he had A, some ego ego work to do and B, that he had some hesitation and insecurity, insecurity about okay. it because the way he made it sound, he was like, oh, so, you know, she'll go hang out with this girl and, but that'll, you know, this will help because this will strengthen our relationship because he'll go, she'll go hang out with that girl and that'll make her miss me more or want to hang out with me more. And I was like, no, no, no. Absolutely not. If that is the expectation, I'm sorry, but you're going to be sorely disappointed. He was like, you know, I, he was like, I had hung out with a friend and we had cuddled after, and it had made me miss my girlfriend and whoa, whoa, whoa did the girlfriend know about the cuddling i think so okay. um anyways and you know so that's what how Cause I if they're not non-monogamous and he was like and so that made me think that this is a great way for us to strengthen our relationship and i was like that is not the way oh and he was like and she'll you know I was comparing this girl to the other girl and, you know, that made me feel better about my girlfriend. And I was like, no. You should not compare your partners. And that's what I I was trying to explain to him. I was like, A, you're thinking about this in the wrong way. First of all, if you want hierarchical non-monogamy, like, that's great. But, (sighs) like, the sense of autonomy still needs to be there. And you can't put, like, expectations and boundaries around, like, you know, to ensure, as we said in another episode, to ensure that this person like remains your number one, like that those are not where the expectations should be. Mm -hmm. I told him, you need to take this slow, you know, take some time to like intro, you know, go into introspection a little bit, be like, okay, why, why do I need to feel like, you know, her, seeing another person will make me will make her miss me more or why do i need to compare these two people to feel better about this relationship so i was trying to guide him and you know at the end of it you know he said he was like no you're absolutely right um you know he definitely had some more thoughts to go through and definitely needs to you know keep the line of communication open with his girlfriend but I mean, comparison, it, it, it's just a tricky thing because I feel like it, it's going to pop up at weird times, you know, and he was even mentioning like, oh, you know, jealousy, like I, if, you know, we'll work through it. And I was like, yes, and realize that it'll come in, at different times and you're going to have to work on it in different times, despite if you've already talked about it before. So I told him, I was like non monogamy is going to you're just it's going to bring a lot of the it's going to put communication like on the spotlight cuz you're really going to have to mm-hmm. you know communicate a ton <clears throat> even if you establish somewhere along the way like oh i have my coping mechanisms for jealousy or like you know you've met all your partners partners and you've worked through all the insecurities or like whatever like like i said it doesn't mean that you know years down the road like those still those things aren't still going to come up again And, and you're going to have to go back to like the practices that you, you know, used before to help yourself work through that. But you might also find new ones and you might find new ways to work through it. Like I think before, you know, when I dealt with insecurity and jealousy, I did a lot of mirror work. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of introspection. I did a lot of um, affirmations and I still use those things. But I think in this scenario what I used the most was like, I, I think I let myself feel it a little bit more than I have in the past. Like I, I guess before I would like try to like deflect it with like, oh, well, you know, I understand this and I conceptualize this. And instead I was like, I let myself kind of like dive into the feeling a little bit more and being like, yeah, this makes me feel really insecure. And it makes me wonder why I'm throwing my name in the bucket when he's got far better options. And it's makes, it makes me feel you know less than and I kind of like instead sunk into a little bit more stayed there for a moment don't delve but I would say definitely feel your feelings yeah and then I was and then I got up and I was like but I know that like I'm not any of those things and I know that I like I am who I am I love who I am I'm glad I let myself honor those feelings and feel them but like they've passed and now I can let I now I can move on from them so it definitely felt like a different way of like dealing with it than I've dealt with it in the past, if that makes sense. Because like in the, you know, before when I would like sit there and like journal about it, I would like journal about ways that I could like, pat pa- that I could push past the feeling rather than like diving into how it made me feel. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or like, you know, figuring out the why of like why that feeling came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Anyways, it was it was kind of a an interesting little exercise for me, and then I talked about it to one of my other partners in the sense that I was like, "If I ever make you feel this way, please let me know because I don't want to make you feel that way." And he was like, "You don't make me feel that way." And he was like, "I've got my own." He was like, "I, I sure sometimes I get insecure or get jealousy or whatever." He's like, "But I have my methods, and you know, you make me feel valued, and I and I know what I what I do for you, and so it it made me feel good that like I could see." that i make him feel valued so that he doesn't feel that way you know what if he ever meets like any of my other partners or sees him or whatever so it on both sides you know on one side if you're the one that's feeling insecure and jealous you know like i said find your methods recognize that it's going to come up often even if you feel like you've dealt with it after some time um honor your feelings and work find things that work for you to to work through all of that but then on the other side on your part if you're the partner of the person that's feeling insecure and that's feeling jealous or whatever remember to kind of like affirm to them what you value about them because I, I think that can go a really long way and like not just the one time when they tell you about the insecurity but like <coughs> make them feel valued throughout like the the, the affirmation mm-hmm. shouldn't be just like you know, oh hey, I'm feeling insecure. Hey, I really value this, isn't this, this about you? And then that's the only time. You yeah. Make, and then that's the only time you make them feel valued. Like, no, I think you should f- make them feel valued obviously throughout the entire relationship, and that I think will help them work through the 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 jealousy and insecurity. I will say this, even though I don't know everything about what I make. The the one partner I'm talking about, my friends of Benefits, even though I don't know everything about how he makes me feel valued, I do know... That you mean how he values you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like, even though I don't know everything about how he values me because he doesn't necessarily express that to me, at the same time, I do know I'm one of the few people, and he's told me this before, He was. he's told me he I'm the only person that he really feels like he can be open about what he wants sexually with. And so, I cling to that, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I may not be as tiny as that one girl with like the really big boobs and great ass and like just phenomenal fucking body, but he knows he can tell me that I, that he wants me to lick his asshole and I'll do it and he won't feel any judgment and he can tell me about all his dating stories and like I create a safe space for him to do that and like we have that dialogue in that conversation. So I do cling to that, but because he did tell me once, you know, he affirmed that to me. Has he affirmed it since? No. Has he still sh- has he shown me that he continues to value that? Not necessarily, but at least like those words in the past helped me overcome it. So yeah, there's my conversation about comparison, integrity, <clears throat> jealousy, etc. It it vaguely reminds me of um I don't know if y'all remember Natalie. She's from like episode like four. <laughs> Long time ago, we love her. And I remember one time she said she she likes to date medium ugly guys. Which I think is a terrible term, but I get what she's saying because it feels like less pressure and I totally understand that. Sometimes if you have like a really attractive partner that like a lot of people show interest for, it feels like a lot of pressure to like constantly maintain yourself. Yeah, like be on. Yeah, be on or like, you know, make sure that like you're in shape or make sure that like you're bringing value to the table. Like you can't slip up. Otherwise, like someone's going to swoop right in and take your spot in their life. And it's like everybody has bad days everybody has you know hair days where they need to wash their hair or you know a day where they're feeling bloated or maybe you know they have five sits that popped up you know one week like no one's perfect 24 yeah. 7 if you are like congratulations i'm very happy for you but, but like, no one is it's unrealistic yeah so like, give yourself some grace Yeah, my therapist told me I need to do better at that. Nikki told me I need to do, and then I told Cami that she needs to do better at it because my therapist says I'm bad at it, and chances are, if I'm bad at it, so is Cami. So I told Cami she needs to give herself more grace. Um, Well, because we were getting ready for this recording, and I had not done my morning routine. I got up. I had to my. Snow threw up her food immediately after she ate it. I had to take care of the puppy. I had to take care of all the pets. And then I wanted like two seconds of relaxation. I tried to put on a fucking meditation and, you know, all all the cats and the pets were out and about. And I was like, God damn it, I can't focus. And then, you know, I had breakfast and then I got started at work. And then, you know, lo and behold, I'm on the couch. This sounds stressful. You're stressing me out. No, anyway, so that like, that's what I'm saying. Like today I had a stressful day and then, you know, I had to like make myself, you know, I did do thankfully 35 minutes of yoga. And then, you know, I had to, or sorry, Pilates. I had to get ready for this recording and look nice and like my hair was in a bun and like it looked terrible and I need to brush it. I need to make myself like feel pretty and like feel like ready to record and that was just like a little bit hard to do like where I was at. You know, I have have a lot of things going on. Anyways, the point of the story being, you know, like just what was the point? (laughs) To give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. (laughs) Because I was telling Kimi, she's sitting there complaining that, like, she didn't do all of her shit and that whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, even on our worst days when we haven't gotten everything done or haven't been super productive or haven't, or like, don't look our best or whatever, we still do pretty good. And by that, I mean, we're still productive. We take care of ourselves. We take care of our pets. We take care of our house. We take care of our, like, e- even on the worst days where we didn't get everything done, like, we still tried and we gave it our all and, like, what more can you ask of anyone really so and honestly i just had this thought and this is a completely different tangent but can we get a water bottle sponsor because i'm always drinking water during the episodes and i'm changing up my bottles and blender bottle does not sponsor us but i would like a water bottle sponsor if anybody wants to reach out also shout out to helix for my mattress cammy has been great, getting great sleep because of that mattress. So yes, I, I do value so that. So even getting... though she do be stressing during the day, I be sleeping great at night. So thank you, Helix. Don't forget helixsleep.com slash double. Um, Just double. Yep. And get you a new mattress and some great sleep too. I, I might mean, get a new one soon. Yeah. Mine's feeling a little low low. So that was today's episode, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Kind of short and sweet. But anyways, live episode soon. It was a moment I had with myself and I wanted to share it with y'all. And kind of after I molded it over, I was like, okay, I'm ready to talk about it. And yeah, I don't know. Some days, even, sometimes, you know, when my face is like covered in breakouts and I'm feeling super bloated, I'll never forget. Th- this was actually last year when everything started with my um, divorce or the separation. My skin was breaking out so bad. I have pictures. Um, like I would wake up with like no makeup, and like my this entire area right here, like by my chin um, and like lower cheek area, was just like a disaster, a literal disaster of breakouts. And my eyes would be puffy from crying like so much. And I would still take moments to look in the mirror and I'd look at myself in that state and I would still like have nothing but love for myself and feel beautiful, not for like the aesthetic of it, but like beautiful to be like going through the human experience of emotions and still powering through every day despite how much like pain I was going through. Anyways, and so it's like, you know, I remember when... I left this person's house and I was kind of feeling insecure and I was like sitting there in my car and I was just kind of like feeling really shitty. You know, I put the, the makes my siren sing playlist. No? Okay. All right. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what playlist I put on. Actually, yeah, I did. I put on a song that makes me feel like a badass. Um, it's actually a song about cheating. It's called I See Red from that 365 Days movie. <laughs> I will say the the song for me that makes me feel like a bad bitch on a low day is uh, Bad by Rehab. Okay, that one's actually good. Um, I See Red makes me feel hot. I don't know why it just does and oh rihanna's a shut up and drive really yeah Mm, that's not one of them i don't know why but that always makes me feel hot and what i was saying initially was that like i put the mirror down and i just kind of took a moment to look at myself and i was like i love you and so like i love myself you know so like i i use the mirror working that and it was a quick little moment just with the mirror and then that was it but i did i'm trying to there's another song that i put usually when i want to feel hot hold on I guys that. never miss the chance to look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself that, that you, you are hot yourself. Oh, and you love yourself i mean either one to be honest um oh industry baby by lil nas x i told you long ago on the road i got what they waiting for i fucking love that, that song makes All me feel like a bad bitch um and then uh good for you by selena gomez also makes me feel like oh a bad that's bitch. a great one yeah anyways so oh we're gonna let's do a little post what song makes me feel like a bad bitch oh yeah ask the A. yeah i'd love to see we that. do need to do A, Q&A, so we'll do one soon yeah we'll do another we'll do a Q&A stop and asking a... if we're twins for twins okay so, um <laughs> so Find your methods to deal with insecurity and jealousy. It's going to happen. It's still going to come up. I am five years into non-monogamy and it still came up. Like comparison is a natural thing. But you got to remind yourself at the end of the day that you're a bad bitch. And if someone doesn't. And I remember like one of my other partners. I remembered. um, Oh, they downloaded Hinge. And I was like feeling a little at first for like a moment. I was like feeling a little insecure about it. And I was like, you know what? And I was, I I reminded myself, I'm like, if they see value in me, they'll see value in me and they'll continue to see me. If they don't see value in me, they won't see value in me and they won't see me anymore. And I'll go find someone that sees value in me. You know, like sometimes you like, you gotta, (laughs) I'm not saying you gotta put yourself through the ringer all the time to like, but sometimes like these things come up more often than not. Yep, And it's mercury retrograde. So kind of fitting that a lot of these things came back up. So, but anyways. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Don't forget, wear condoms. That's usually what Candy says. Yes. <laughs> wear condoms. Don't forget the live show October 20th in Los Angeles. Come through oh, LA. Wait. Do we want to show them the, the dildo that I'll be deep throating no. on stage? No, let's show them the puppy though. No. Not grab yet. Noble. No, he's, Noble. Sleeping. he's sleeping. Okay, let him sleep. All right. Yeah, Sign off. Okay, I got a call. Um, Love <sighs> you all, bye. Da, 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 da. What's our outro music? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>